Okay, okay. Nu laver vi. Hmm. I already press record. Oh, shit. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this, Hello. This, this is going to be a challenge. Um, Ooh, you're listening to the smooth sounds of HMP. I haven't. <laughs> I even <laughs> forgot where the buttons are. Which one's that? Which one's this? We is this the gunshot? We're a little rusty. Is this the gunshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is the gunshot. Okay. Yeah. Do it up for our homeboy. Do it up for our homeboy. You already know what it is. <laughs> one time for the one time. We're gonna start like this. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah, this is it's still, it's still about um Haitian Haitian giving game. So we gotta start every podcast. So we're never gonna stop with, with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, one more time, one more time. We gotta run it one more time. Baby, talk to me. <laughs> Tell me you believe in me. Hey, listen. No, 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 You know, I got into. Oh, Lord. Sweetie. (laughs) Come to me. (laughs) Don't you run away from me. No. Hey. Hey. Where's the. the Le monde entier m'est fâché. Quelque chose à ta vie, tout, 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 You know, you gotta get back to your roots. Come on nowadays. You know, bio know the vibes. Come on nowadays don't sound like this. <laughs> it don't sound like this. Mm. Hey. It's so okay, 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 okay. Without further ado, without further ado, we gotta we gotta start the pod. You know, I can't I can't let Richie do what it, what he does. Or or, or can I? <laughs> <laughs> They will get them you know? Bad you know? Hey! We invented game, yo. They will get them when This one you're gonna have to listen to. On your own, right? All right. This one, we got to start the pot, right? Yes. All right, because I got to take ready. my headphones down. I got to take my headphones down. <gasps> What's happening? headphones down. Yeah, because this time I want to hear how y'all hear, because sometimes, you know, you guys hear a lot. Like, you know, <laughs> you guys are all in my ear He getting on time. our level. So we got, I got to make sure I hear you guys same time. Okay. So one you know, accord. One accord, everybody. For what? Yeah, so. so <laughs> without further ado, let's introduce episode 28 of the HMP. Round of applause, round of applause. You know, because 28. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> 28 and 9. What was that? Um, is that a joke about that? <laughs> yes. Why was, why, why was 6 afraid of 7? Ah, because what? 7, 8, 9. 7, 8, oh, 9. Oh, wow. Okay, no, that's okay, an okay. OG joke. 
Yeah, uh, I didn't know about that one. Daichi Lesa. That's why I said 28. Doesn't work in French. <laughs> 28. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said 28. Nah, because Betsy Net and Betsy Net. But welcome to episode 28. Uh, last episode, we talked about Haiti and my trip, and we had a few people come on and talk about you know their, their experience. Now we have to get back to what we did or how we started the season, right? Season two, we started talking about adulting. Yes. And um, right before we get into the topic, can't be rude, I have to introduce who we are, right? Yep. Uh, this is the Haitian Millionaire Podcast. This is where you will get opinions and everything about the Haitian Millennial journey in America from three individuals, from me, Mark, the dreamer, and to my right, I have... Gigi, the realist. And then to my left, I have... Leona and your girls always here. Yes, yes, yes. Gunshots for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Now, how do we how do we pivot? Because um, we have given them how many episodes up to this point about adulting? Can we fact check that? Technically, how many episodes? Technically, twenty six. Well, not necessarily because season two started at episode. Oh, I see what you're saying. 15, I see what you're saying. Fifteen, I mm. believe, if I'm not mistaken, because sixteen. And then um, we went up from there. Let's find out. That's a good question. Listen, listen, listen. Only want to make sure we have the facts to speak to you listeners about how we're going to go about. Because we every season we try to do um, at least 15 episodes. Um, so we're closer to episode 30, which would be the end of season two. Um, so we want to make sure we... Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> we want to make sure we, we actually give everything as far as like cover all the bases about adulting um we spoke about our high school to college transition um we spoke about our college to workspace transition what it was like to to get our first job and be in the adult space um after college or during the college process and then after that um we we talked about dating right and we only have one thing, or we also talk about sex, right? We can't forget about oh, that yeah. episode. Yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> and the only thing we have left in our bracket is religion, right? We have to discuss how we got into the aspects we're in spiritually. And that one's going to be heavy, but we're not going to do that one today. So what we plan on doing today is to make sure that we cover some of the things that, that falls in between the cracks, I guess, of adulting. That is not necessarily a huge topic, but it's um, topics that we can cover and, of course, give our perspective on it. Um, and also, um, this is for for the future, episode 30, just so you guys know, our last episode, the plan is to do a Q&A, right? We want to mm -hmm. make sure we ask you guys questions about this series, what we've been doing about the adulting. And if you have questions about if we should clarify something or at least double down on the topic, um, you guys will be submitting questions to us and then we'll be answering them on air. Of course, it won't be live. Um, you can send the questions to our DMs if you're following us on IG. Facebook, I don't, I don't know if anybody else following us on, or if anybody's active on Facebook. If, if you guys are, you can send, them, <laughs> send a message there. And then the third aspect is our phone number. You guys remember our phone number by heart? This I do is, This not. is like episode... I do not. We're episode 28, and we don't know the phone number by heart? Like, I mm -hmm. know the number. But, I mean, I, no, I you know, know um, I'm not a huge fan of WhatsApp. 
That's not what's up, though. I feel like every Haitian does that. Basu, what's up? Basu, what's up? Basu, what's up? Basu, what's up? What fake comes to you? Don't get it, don't get it, don't get it, don't get it. What do you see your number? We want to make sure we give you guys the number. I know it's 305, right? 305. And let me see. What is our number? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I've been found it. You know what I'm saying? Gunshots, gunshots, gunshots. <laughs> uh, if you want to text us or send us a voice note, send it on 305-306-1578. And that number is 305-306-1578. And what you're going to do is just send any question that you have, again, regarding regarding the adulting process, as well as any question you had based on what we discussed even today. Anything that you want to do or ask us. So on episode 30, we're going to tackle it yeah and we might not have all the answers but we sometimes have bad advice that works so keep that in mind that's a, there you go ask, <laughs> ask hmp is that is that part of the adulting process yeah Understanding that there's bad advice that also works good intention absolutely uh, i won't best. be giving any advice it'll be the ladies i i just want to come on I, i'll just be here to read the questions i'll be reading your questions all right wow. no he will participate uh, he must <laughs> he got you fellas he got you i, I don't know fellas I, i've tried man this is this is how many episodes in a row i played a record that the fellas are doing great at and they still didn't give us no credit so i don't know man mm, uh, it might, a lot of grandiose statements it might be a, it might song. be a <laughs> tread lightly you need them <laughs> it might be it might be you know say i might take a pot off you know what i'm saying nah. take a pot off wow. uh <laughs> right before we go into it how, um how you guys doing um, who do we start with? Uh, are we are we going around the room? Any, let's any, start any, with any you. Yeah, let's start with you. you let's let's start with you. Um, let's go ahead. I'm doing I'm doing well. Doing well. Um, I think this this month um, we're in October, so this month got, I have a lot going on. Um, due to be out, you know, in Dubai doing some <laughs> stuff um, with the Haitians. So if you're not if you're not down this year, if you didn't hear about it. Um, there was the Compa experience in Dubai, not giving Destiny's Compa plug, but, you know, I am going to be there. Uh, their their whole concept is to take Haitians outside of the norm. Um, so try to give Haitians experiences um, around the world, pretty much using Compa, which is the beat of our culture. This other genre, of course, but um, they decide to use Compa to take Compa all over the world. So I'll be there doing that. Um, but as far as that, I'm doing good businesses good you know jesus years are going great okay. um, yeah but yeah that's that's, that's well, how and I'm the real doing. christians know how old you are uh, <laughs> if they're good enough <laughs> oh god we're yeah, flipping through the bible now anyway <laughs> but yeah i'm good that's great that's good go ahead Gigi. i'll go next i'm i'm doing really well i feel like um, episode 26, I was pretty vague. I was the clear cap mm. in how yeah. I was doing, and yeah. right, and then we jumped in about Haiti. So, mm-hmm. I do want to like let the listeners know I was going through like the craziest experience with my apartment, mm. ended up finding out that I had mold, and then I ended up having to, yeah, was it what's mold and krill? I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why would you do that to us? Why would you put us on a spot mold, like that? Mold, mold, cat. Yikes. Cat, mold. Okay, okay. I, what I've heard is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, how do you say mold? Um, I've heard my ass. No. Uh, oh, my ass. Speaking of my ass. Mm-mm. Speaking of my ass. How do you think the word my ass came about? 
Who? Mayas. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. So, so um, you, do you know Gigi? Let's go cut it. Oh, God. I'm scared where this is going. Mayas. <laughs> Just go ahead, Mark. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, son blanc qui t'a passé. Et blanc. Blanc pressant ton bagaille. Blanc ça. Yo, man, you smell like my ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is not you. And then I see him say, my ass, yo, D, you say you smell like my, you know. <laughs> I've never heard the story. And, 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 and that's how my ass got stuck. And that, and that was your H&P profile. So, what's the reason? Zim, what's the reason? Texas, Texas, please. Yeah. Please, Texas. Please, Texas. Anyway, go, go back yeah, to so mold. So, I found out mold. I had mold um, by mold. apartment. I don't this is real, Oh, are we confirming Mwazi. the story? Ah, Google. That's what Google, Google says. Mwazi. Yeah. Mwazi. I've never heard that. Mwazi. 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 Mold. Mold probably don't even exist in Haiti. That's it's like, it's it probably is. like pussy. It's never been photographed. <laughs> <laughs> never been seen. Never been seen. And I'm glad I can laugh about it now because I was super stressed out by the experience. My apartment was not trying to help. Mm. Ended up having to stay in the hotel. This is a, a reminder for adulting. Actually check what your renter's insurance or your homeowner's mm. insurance covers. Mm, that's, that's but it's so it's right. so long. It's such a long and thing no, to read. Abby. How did you handle that as an adult? How did uh, you feel? Man. How did you feel you handle that? In a, in a rating from <laughs> 1 to 10, 1 being very not adult-ish. Capital. 10 capital. to like you felt like you handled it very adult-like. Capital adultish and then lowercase. Right. Adult. Put yourself in the, in, the, in your mom's shoes. Okay. As an adult, oh, geez. if you were a kid, how would your mom handle the mold and compare it how you handled it to see if it was how, how like, let's rate the Haitian adult. Wow, you're kid. really going there. Hey. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. my mom. All right, I'm saying, I'm, Mommy, I'm we love let's, you, mom. Let's look at, and this is, this is, uh, this is just the beginning. I'm just starting. Oh, Lord. Listen, wow, listen, wow, this wow. adult thing, I think, I think we have a lot to unpack. But anyway, let's look at ourselves as the Haitian adult that okay. we were or are right now the Haitian millennial adult that we are how does your situation how did you handle that situation in an adult scale okay how you felt like you you did you know what I'm saying okay I'm gonna give myself a 7.5 round of applause round of applause is that, is that good what did that you do <laughs> sorry no I'm <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I, you seven know what? Seven, 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 seven and a half. It's good. Why, Wait, why seven and a half. It's good. I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I, out of a hundred? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Okay, no, we're good. Sorry. So you give yourself a seven and a half. Break okay. down. Break it down. How how did you come to, <laughs> to that number? I'm, 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 okay, <laughs> okay tell us a story. Tell us a story, and then we'll decide if it's true. Right, if it's a seven okay. rating. So, and, and you listeners too. Like, give her the right rating. Okay. In the so, dope form. Um, I notice a marking like mm. show up under my AC unit, mm. and I googled what the marking was. It's on point. Okay, so we have to Google. immediately. Yes. Google said this week. Google said this. She started at ten. She did. Okay, we're gonna start at ten. Okay, gotcha. All right. So then, after Google, I called my mom. Okay. Don't we, don't we. <laughs> no, we, no, 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 no. She's okay. She's okay. We can, we can, we can, 
Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, we're gonna give it out because right, right. I'm a good Haitian daughter, y'all. Uh-huh, so I don't uh-huh. know what Mark's talking about. <laughs> Call your mom when things are happening, okay? Yes, okay. So, my mom told me, mm-hmm. okay, so context my apartment is trash, and so mm. after the first situation I had with them. So you already had another situation? I did. Ah. But it had nothing to do with mold. Okay. And okay. then handle that other situation well. So okay. my mom was like, you need to stop reaching out to those people mm-hmm. because she believes that the apartment people can call the government mm-hmm. and tell them that they're you're a what? bad tenant. And then when you try to rent somewhere else, they won't let you rent because the other apartment said you were a horrible. Can person. I add a point for mom? That's kind of funny. But, but, that, but <laughs> we're not judging mom right now. We can't. Uh, we, I tried wait. to help you, Gigi. I tried. Okay, so that's what she told me. She said you shouldn't go talk to them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I. But then her advice was spray bleach on it. I said goodbye. FYI, that just makes it white. It doesn't kill the mold. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's like putting paint on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, you know, I have to call them, Mm -hmm. and um, I put, I I reached out. They told me what to do. Put in like a work order. Mm -hmm. They kept marking my work order as complete. They did three times, never showed up. Mm. Tough. So then my toilet stopped working. Oh, and then they came for that. Okay. And while they were there, I pointed it out to them. You cornered them. You I took control of the situation. I yeah, I did. Is that adult? adult that's adulting. No, that's adulting. Okay, okay, okay. 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 And then when they came to check, they realized that it wasn't just that little area in the wall. Mm. It was like extensive. Ah. And so it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Okay. And near my bedroom and stuff. And so they took my closet apart. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, trying to figure out how extensive it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a pretty low moment for me having my stuff thrown randomly on the ground by strangers. Oh. Mm. They just mm-hmm. throw it. Yeah, they just threw it. Mm. No okay. respect. And so then I end up calling my insurance. She called the insurance, y'all. She still got She still got nine points. She still got nine points. Because I refused to. Um, that means you had insurance. Because you have to have insurance, right? You have to have insurance. Okay, yes. okay, okay. But I at least knew I should, should call my insurance in these situations. Right, right. Only because I had gotten robbed a couple of years ago, and my insurance ended up re- <coughs> reimbursed me for what I got robbed for. Other tip. Other tip. Mm. Um, but, yeah, they ended up giving me a temp- temporary accommodation at a hotel. Okay. Mm, okay, okay, right? okay. And then my apartment was like, oh, it'll only take two days to fix the issue. Uh-huh. They never fixed the issue, so I ended up staying at the hotel for, like, over a month. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. All expenses is paid. Yes. Right, right. Okay. So I gave myself a 7.5 because emotionally, I do think I was like in this like state of I'm frustrated at the situation, mm-hmm. but then I'm also frustrated at myself for even being in the situation and not being able to just quickly solve it with money. We like accountability for ourselves. Yeah. Like I was like, dang, I thought I was, you know. In a really good spot, I take care of myself, I provide, and mm-hmm. now here I am in this situation, and I'm like, I felt stuck. So I could have just broke the lease, moved somewhere else, but y'all see how much rent is. And so, oh, oh man, she deserved. <laughs> no, she's still solid <laughs> nine, solid nine. nine. We, we get it, you give yourself a seven and a half. You, you know low, 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 low. No, thought, don't low ball yourself. You know, I thought she was good at it. I don't know if my mom would have cried think, as much as I did. I, oh, so I, you was crying. We yeah. got yeah. 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 We got it. Yeah, we got it. You at eight now, babes. Oh, 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 Timo. 
she said? I know you cried, <laughs> honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me and Mark decided we got to take a point <laughs> off your ID. You might have been right about the 7.5 then. No, you might have been right. You handled it well. Sometimes, sometimes I guess part of being an adult is knowing when to cry, right? When to let it out, right? Yeah. So we, we, we keep you out of it. Solid. Okay. Round of applause. That's good. Round of applause one more time. Good, round good round job. Round of so good now i'm just on to other you know the next chapter yeah wow so you're back in the apartment i got transferred to another apartment praise report (laughs) praise report yes because now she has surplus right right. yes what no you were in a what before and now you got yeah that's good what just let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. You, she got more. You know, <laughs> like that's what matters. The blessing, you know, the prayers went up. The blessing came down. That's now, right. You're that's not right. going away. Go away. You're not gonna, you're not going to rate on her because I don't know if you went to adult situations that's currently pending. Do you have current I, so, okay, situations I, that's pending I, I, that we can rate? I, I do. And I, and, and, oh my God, I'm embarrassed. Okay. <laughs> so I do. I'm, but I'm doing good. Okay. What's the situation? I'm first? doing good what in general. Situation? So the situation was Gene's birthday. Gene's mm. mm. birthday. I was trying to get him. Mm, this is a good one. Oh God! Yeah, okay. So okay. I ordered a birthday gift. Tell me, tell me, I won't, I won't buy What do you rate yourself in adulthood in that situation? Yeah. Did How did I rate myself as an adult? Ooh. You know, the, you know the number. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say eight. Eight. Oh. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna say okay, eight. Let's give this round of applause early. <laughs> Pre round of applause. <laughs> Early to make sure that you know we understand the situation. Right. right. Okay. Right. So I Perfect. ordered a gift. I have a, a service at my apartment complex. Apartment complex that is fetch. So they deliver it there and they personally deliver it to your apartment. So it's like a concierge. Okay. So I'm like, oh my god, what could go wrong? <laughs> no, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. <laughs> Read it back. Yes. You ordered something. It goes to what? It goes through Fetch. Not your apartment directly? No. Pugisa. Because it's a concierge that I pay with my rent, so I'm going to use the service. Okay. So it's like, I... No, no. No! no. Okay. I went to a boy. Let's go see it. Okay. So... Oh, okay. This is compared to your parents. <laughs> yeah, 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 Okay, okay. Oh, God, I'm going to be less than Gigi at this rate. Okay. So... I got an email saying it was delivered. So I'm like, oh my God, yay, it's here. But they never sent me the email to schedule the package for delivery. I never got it. I'm checking my my box. Like I'm checking my front door. I'm calling the fetch people. And they're like, we don't have it. It might be lost. I'm like, why is it lost? So now I'm, I'm a little upset. You know, I'm like, okay. I got the delivery package for more context. I was at work. I work mm-hmm. from home. I was at work. So I'm trying to handle these things at the same time. Multitasking, you know, I'm trying right, to, you know, right, keep right. my like responsibility like an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm on the phone with Fetch, they're like, oh, like this is the address. And they're repeating the address and I'm repeating the address. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's not the address. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> so I put the wrong delivery oh. address. <laughs> How many points is that? Simpler. It's only one point. <laughs> Okay, you got you. How many points? How will you decide? Let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, come on, guys. Okay, she. If you were an adult, don't you know your address? If I was an adult, okay, no, no, no. 
as an adult, as an adult, okay, okay. as an adult, okay. Haitian adult, okay, Haitian, well, it's taken from the Haitian military. But guys, Haitian it's not my address, you know it's your... the fetch address for the concierge service. Ben, you take back a lot of seeing, papi, lot of crap at no, have Yes. Have you given no papi? Yes, I do. I have it in my notes on my phone. Yes. And that briefcase. In the briefcase. They wouldn't have used fetch in the first place. That's part of the problem. They said it was delivered. So I was calling. Mm-hmm. So I went on my phone and I like put the address that it was delivered to. But this was the day after it was delivered. So I called them and they're like, oh, I don't know if we have the package. You can come and see. Mm. So while I was on the clock, I drove <laughs> okay. to the delivery area uh-huh. where it was delivered. And I was like, hey, I called this and that. And somebody else who I guess I didn't speak Allegedly. to. For mm. if anybody works with Leona <laughs> yeah, in conjunction, allegedly. allegedly, she drove on a clock. And um, no, I took, I so I'll okay. continue the story. <laughs> so when I got there, somebody else who I did not speak to on the phone was like, no, we returned everything back to sender. And I said, oh, mm. okay, thank mm. you for that. And I also felt like I was kind of low-key racially profiled. And she was like, yeah, because we have a lot of situations like this that are scams. And I was like, I just came to find a package, honey. Like, relax. So, <laughs> and then little, little scammer, I saw for when he, when he shrug. Uh, yes, I was just like, you know what? Pause, pause. My brother is just like that. No, yeah. what? <laughs> okay. You, you're part of a scammer? Oui. Nothing. So, is that adulting? Or I think that's adulting. Adulting? I handled we, it maturely. Are we going to measure it from a millennial standpoint, adulting? Or are we going to give it from a Haitian parent, mm, adulting? You didn't say nothing? What is nothing? <laughs> <laughs> what is me not saying so nothing? So she you. said that and I said, no, I'm here to pick up a package. Mm. And I contacted oh, you guys previously. Oh, skimmer? No, I did not. I did not. No, no I did not uh, say that. Half a point. Half a point. <laughs> okay. Half a point. Okay. Woo, y'all, audience, I need help. I need help. Okay. We'll just buy five So, once I got that news, I was like, wow, I need this gift ASAP. So I called a friend. Actually, I also needed Wait, to get gas. Did they give you your money back, J- girl? Hold on, let me get it. Let oh. me get it together. Let, let, let her talk. Okay. So, also on my way to go check if the package was at the address, I didn't have gas in my car, so I had to stop to get gas, mm. <laughs> and that was a headache. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't so that's another thing. We're, we're adulting. For the okay. down don't now. don't wait till your car on E. <laughs> don't do that. Do adults know when they get you know? Do adults <laughs> put gas in their car? Uh, Listen. Well, let's, let's leave it. Let's okay. keep it going. Leave it to interpretation. You Yes. The audience, you'll tell us. So because I was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I need this gift literally, like it was like two days. I was like, I need this mm-hmm. gift by this day. Like I um, it's not what what am I gonna do? So I said, you know what, I'm gonna go to the mall and get another replacement for said gift but i had to tell my boss i wasn't gonna make it for the rest of the day Mm. so i i I spoke to him i said hey i'm having a little bit allegedly i said hey i'm having a little bit of a day i'm a little overwhelmed Mm. can i use the rest of the day as a pto day Mm -hmm. 
and I will log out, handle my affairs, you know, and things like that. And he said, sure. So I did, you know, acted accordingly. And I spent the rest of the day at the mall and I got the replacement. Okay. Yes. You got the replacement, not the same gift, just the replacement. No, I got the, the no, yes. A different version of the gift from where I ordered it, but from uh, somewhere else. Did you get your money back? No. Oh, yes, I did. I also handled that while I was in the midst of the entire day. And they processed my refund. You know and what, I got Gene, Gene is really okay. blessed. You use PTO to do that. Oh, you're right. yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Okay. Yeah. But that, so we, how did, what did she give herself in the beginning? I said eight. 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 She's it, currently it, at a six point five. And a half. Oh my gosh. Mm. <laughs> what did you give herself for eight? <laughs> I give myself an eight. Okay, so I'm gonna tell y'all why I give myself an eight. I yes. give myself an eight because typically. Mm. I get a little arrested when I'm overwhelmed. Like, I just feel like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what to do. I kind of flail a little bit. So to but your I personal kept, adult standard. Yes, to my adult standard, uh -huh. I kept I kept going, you know? Like, I kept going versus being like, oh, my God, everything's ruined. Calling my friend and be like, girl, I'm just so upset. No, okay, okay. I was like, no, I'm going to solve this as best as I can. And I did. Took ownership yes. of the situation. Yes. Okay. I think she gets a point. Look at that. That's amazing. Okay, 7.5. No. That far off. You see how she just ignored the second joke. <laughs> I didn't ignore it. Five eleven. About not about seven. I don't know, Mark. You got any any situation yeah. that we can rate? Um. Hmm. What is adulting for Mark? I want to like? know. Because you know he's not just getting packages and. <laughs> I know. I think he's. <laughs> adult situation. Uh, I don't yes, know. those minor inconveniences that turn major in a second. Uh, damn, I, I think I have one. I don't know if I'm if I'm able to share right now though, because I'm still in the situation. So I don't know if oh. maybe I have to like join us on Patreon. Update you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have to update you guys because the person I'm in the situation with might be listening to the pod. Mm -hmm. So Ooh. I can't really Big pause. Say the situation right now. Uh, but I think I'm handling it very well in an adult way. Uh, so we'll, I, we'll, we'll give you guys I'll give you guys updates later mm. on uh, <laughs> Hold on tight Yeah so now Continuing into the adult process um, I'm going to give the listeners some context and Before we get into this particular topic That <clears throat> Leona brought up So uh, we're having a H&P team meeting Right mm. uh, We do those Just so you guys know Because uh, we care about you guys Right um, and based on the meeting, I overheard in the background that Leona was uh, doing what the Americans like to call meal prepping. Okay. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like as a unit, as a collective part of the Haitian community, um, certain things we're not used to. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had to bring it to the forefront. To truly address this meal prepping thing. Does meal prep or the idea of meal prep make you an adult? In an adult scale, or are you more adult-ish than the people around your age range that do not meal prep? And even if you would <laughs> like to get into that debate or conversation by telling us why you meal prep, and then, based on that conversation, when I brought it up, Gigi also mentioned that she meal preps. So, <laughs> 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 
Na prepping meals. Na ba sa? So I'm busy going exactly where do this stand on this conversation about adulthood. No one's better than anyone. Mm. <laughs> like mm. let's just start there. Like no one's better than anyone. Okay. Okay, but let's let's say let's say there is <laughs> a hierarchy, a, a scenario where people are better. Let's right. Do it. Then I would. Okay. I would. No, no, tell us why do you meal prep? Okay, so mm. I meal prep because. I'm a creature of habit mm. and I also live my life by a budget mm. and because I live by a budget that calls for meal prepping or understanding where I am using my money. Okay. Mm. I need to control my money. My money cannot control me. Mm. Okay. Okay. My body round of applause quickly. No. <laughs> that was the That's like a first in HMP was... history. Like, wow. Wow. Good to you. Good to you. Okay. So, wow. Good to you. <laughs> Good to you, okay? Um, so, yes. So, because I live by a budget, um, mm-hmm. meal prepping not only helps me organize my finances, mm-hmm. it also definitely is challenging. Like, thinking of the meals, creating the time, going to grocery shop, and kind of the pre-planning of it all. Um, and also expanding my level of, like, cooking skills, too. But healthy eating, okay? I want to live a healthier life-ish style Mm -hmm. so having a little bit more control about of what i'm eating how it's prepared Mm -hmm. what i'm consuming you know things like Mm -hmm. that is super helpful and yeah that's a really big reason why i meal prep because i did i used to live a life of where like i ate out often being on the move this and that but i've also seen that meal prepping though creating the meals is time consuming in the long run it's super beneficial personally Mm -hmm. that's what i that's been my experience me okay um i'm I'm asking questions from uh Inquisitive standpoint, yes. Maybe a listener standpoint. Do you cook the same meals? Like when you meal prep, for example, you're cooking for the week. Is that correct? Yes. Monday typically. through Friday. Yeah, like okay. mm, Thursday, Monday through Thursday, Friday. Ah, but the weekend's fun. Give like, us a little know. bit more. Do you meal prep breakfast, lunch, dinner? Which one do you meal prep? If that if that could be a question. I meal ask. prep all my meals. I okay. know what I'm eating for breakfast. Uh-huh. I know what I'm eating for lunch. I know mm-hmm. what I'm eating for dinner. Mm-hmm. I know what snacks I'm gonna have in between. Mm-hmm. Um, Give us an example of a day. Give us Monday. Okay, so Monday, for Mm -hmm. example, like I guess the most recent thing I did was like Monday morning I had like an apple for breakfast and a portion of granola and yogurt Mm -hmm. and some banana slices with honey. That was my breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, between that I had like a little bit of snack. Sometimes I have my like um, smart food popcorn Mm -hmm. or I have like, so you know, some other things like snacks, like these jalapeno chips from Aldi's are fire. So good. Mm. And then for lunch, I have like a salad. Like I cut up my romaine lettuce. I add raisins to my salad as well. Crouton, salsa, ground chicken, um, things like that. What happened? What did you, you didn't like the raisins, no, 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 did you? No, no, no. Raisins and salads are good. You sleep. Okay. So that's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's something I'll have for lunch. And then for dinner, it depends on like how I balance the uh-huh. meal. So sometimes I make rice, depends. Sometimes, but for the most part, I can also make pastas. I can I also make like pita bread pizzas. Mm. You can also do tacos. Like dinner's fun. Like you can be fun with dinner. Like have, you know. Have so you don't water. prep dinner, you kind of just wing it. So there is prepping, but mm. then like that night I assemble what I prepped. Oh. Does that make sense? So like not really. Okay. If so, you're making so a taco, ta- you can't pre-make so a taco. Got it, got it. So much, so much. Give a couple when me prep like me. What makes me give? So, kisha, kisha, wing me, mago one. Okay, no, like so. So, if I'm making, for example, like let's say I'm making like steak tacos. Like I've already cooked the steak. 
but I'm putting it together on the plate. Like I'm making mm. the tortillas, putting them together. Okay. Like, you know, you can have like a side salad or you can do like my, like my roommate. She likes to do chips and salsa on the mm. side. Like, and that's like your dinner. But okay. you're assembling it, but it's already made, if that makes sense. But you okay, don't, you know, okay. you don't, you don't wrap up taco. That that would be gross if you okay. just had them all like that. But yeah, you know okay. I love that for you. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh my I, god! This is a first. It's like a, first. a you literally let like a <laughs> syllable go. Oh, he's like good for you. Okay, give me, give me your meal prep experience. No, 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 What's the question, Bezin Bozo? Talk to me. Si maman de Bifonse men avo, est-ce que la content de manjo quit? Comme Haïtienne! Haïtienne qui est Haïti! Non, 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 I would say <laughs> my Haitian mother would be very open to the idea. Hmm. And I say that because she meal preps herself. Oh. She works. And when mm. I go visit her, she also meal preps. But it's just mm. that she's made her rice for the whole week. She's put in her little to-go plates for her little lunchbox. Mm. And she knows what she's eating. She has her little pet and zaboka in the morning. She knows what she's having for breakfast. And she knows what she's doing. So I think she'd be very open to the idea. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow, okay. Big- oh my God! <laughs> Yay! Thanks, mom. Okay. You see what mom's got me the full applause. Mm. 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 Est-ce que si Lyon a keep track ça, elle va oublier que je dis à son sport. Si la paix de famille prep ça pour un an, il va même consacrer les tassos, il va consacrer le bac. Il va manger avocado, raisin, salade. Je comprends. Je d'accord avec vous. Je d'accord avec vous parce que les Américains, ils disent This is the Haitian Million Podcast. This is about the journey of Haitians in America. And Leona, that's your story of being a Haitian in America. That meal preps. Okay? Yes, meal preps. That's yes, one of the experiences yes. that we're gonna. Yes, yes. We're gonna experience. I'm just gonna be the one that, you know. But, okay, so okay. let me let me no. Okay, listen. So sidebar, <laughs> sidebar. I do cook Haitian things, but yeah, you, the, the you thing my friend out here like that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying huh? is no, no, no. But that's another thing. I'm so here to ask questions. The pre- so Haitian cuisine. Mm-hmm. is healthy it's more about the preparation styles that mm. creates like the misunderstanding of like oh why are you eating that's greasy what up you know I, but this was for a week you change it up right yeah absolutely that was just for like but i change it up so you, you stop calling me but yes i do switch it up but i think that like um 
So now as an adult, Haitian cuisine, like the authentic food that I would either um, cook or my mom is now like a delicacy to me. Like it's like really something that I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, before, because we had that episode in that conversation about mm-hmm. how you grow tired of eating certain things often. Girl, don't say it again. Don't say it again. Okay, I'm to it. But not to go into it. Not to be like, shout out to the first time and last time listener. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> But not to go too, too far back or into detail, just the idea of I have a new appreciation for Mm -hmm. those plates and those dishes and even the new innovative ones that I'm seeing so far. So you use it as a delicacy, like when you go go to Chipotle and have Mexican food. Not Chipotle. Oh, my God. But yes, it is a delicacy. Gigi, yes, you're on. Next. I need to know your experience, Gigi. With, not with Chipotle's Mexican food. That's what I'm saying. I cannot. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> even, I'm, we, I'm not getting caught up. If I say, if I say, the palomon, if I say, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I, I wasn't in the mood for Mexican food, so I didn't go to Chipotle, and I was stuck. Uh, it's Mexican grill. That, that's what. That's that's what. It, that's what it is. And, <laughs> No, 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 let's not do that. But I mean, that's that's what they say. So that's okay. what they 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 say. Okay. But, but if you if somebody said we go to Mexican, that like, wouldn't be my first option. That wouldn't be my first option. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not Yo, gonna lie. Yo, Mark you. is Mark is on it. We love we love when Mark's like this. Mark Give him a half applause. <laughs> Let me figure out what these buttons are. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You've been over okay. there for two years. Okay. You don't know yet? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. You've been over two years. Yo, y'all, if you can see what this dash do me, don't do me. Listen. Do Damn it. I don't know what is going on. This. Oh, oh, good. Mm. Because I'm paying attention <laughs> to actually <laughs> delivering great content. That's right. Okay. Go ahead, sis. Oh, God. <laughs> No, she said great content. So I yeah, get a round of applause. All right, go ahead. Um, how? What's your meal prep like? Because you part of this this meal prep um, crew too. And if any listeners, if you part of it, you know, all love to you. You know what I I'm saying? I didn't know we were a crew. Uh, no, 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 no. Because so we give one gift five months chaque jour. We're elite. You guys just they don't do, have a job. They cook one day. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Okay, so I do meal prep. Mm-hmm. I'm not a great meal prepper. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very honest. I aspire to be at Leona's level of just preparedness and planning out and fiscally responsible. But I am also someone who literally meal preps in order to be snatched. That is my, that is literally my sole motivation. What does that mean? To be snatched? I, I want to just. You want to be kidnapped? What? To be I was going to say something, but I stopped myself. Okay. Y'all. The <laughs> goal is to look good. The goal oh, is to look oh. good. My, hey, hey, sorry, snatched. sorry. I'm not I'm not updated to this. Who can bag a yo, man? Fix it, IT. Snatch. Who can bag a yo? Hot 100 Haitians. Who can bag a yo? So, the IT. You just made my statement dark. Snatch me in a whole nother thing. IT is so too. Goodbye, Mark. I love you. I love Mark not trying to be snatched, okay? No, 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 no. Out of control. This is out of control. 
<laughs> but yeah, I want I want to look good. And so I usually go into a meal prep mode if I know that there is like an event I want to go to, if there's something I specifically want to wear and I just want to feel I'm my not- best. Sorry. You're a temporary meal prep person. I'm a temporary meal prepper because here's the reality. <clears throat> I am not a huge fan. So here's here's my. She's about to throw the biggest here's piece of shade at me in no, the way. I, it's not no, shade. It's not shade. It's not shade. In the adulthood section, you up I'm, there. I know. Okay, that's fine. Did you come have this sudden? Okay, sure. We need to start with the points again. Points are meal prepper. So where's Mark? Nibala than mem di tu. A toddler. We have regressed <laughs> big time. Toddler? Not even teenager? Sorry. Oh my gosh. Now we got to help you meal prep. Hurricane Ian. Bagayo big. Okay, so you mentioned like your, love, your meal prepping for Dumlash, specific okay. occasions. Yes. So I go through these phases where I'm like, okay, I think it makes more sense for me to plan out my eating, be more intentional. Um, And so I'll go into meal prep mode. My biggest issue is I'm not a huge fan of leftovers. Like there's something about food when it sits in the fridge for a while. It just, it just, it starts to weird me out. Especially Haitian food because, you know. But that's why you can't meal prep it. I got to say that properly. Haitian food sometimes does not taste well overnight because it's so much prep that goes you know into why because you don't have an air fryer i do have an air what? fryer Can you, what? But and it you, has changed you, my life yes it has let's changed take, my take, life let's take pulfri, for example the haitian way you know they already seasoned it mm-hmm. they buoy the pool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then they free the pool oh, I <laughs> 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 anyway, so now, now, now <laughs> he's back to TV. you put it in the sauce, imagine that you put it in the fridge and you reshuffle it. And then, because you know, we yeah. cook with oils, sometimes the oils, I'm sorry, it, it separates. congeals in the fridge. Yeah. Right, it's right, that right, like, right. you know, right, right, you right. don't know what I'm different. talking about. Listen. So I'm not a huge fan of leftover food. Yesterday. What was yesterday? Two days. What was yesterday? I do. Was yesterday. <laughs> I do. So that's why I'm a horrible meal prepper because unfortunately I I have meal prepped like Leona and then end up leaving the food in the fridge and not end up wasting. But you it. also have to like okay so for example like cauliflower mm-hmm. that you cannot I'll meal prep that, that. <laughs> cauliflower. I don't yeah, even, I was I was wondering where you were going with this cauliflower. <laughs> no, like there's certain you things vegan? that you no. I'm just trying to help eat healthier, guys. Come oh, okay. on. Yeah. No, no, that that uh, is that is a lie. I would uh, never make chicken wings out of cauliflower. But guys, say they are vegan. And the vegan life is great. It's, it's great. So okay, so <laughs> yo, did we just stumble upon like uh, an adult? Yo, don't know. So it is an intersection because that's the point I'm gonna make. That's the point. I'm okay, gonna go make. ahead. Okay. I feel like millennials took leftovers and tried and have packaged it into a way that's more appealing. Mm. Because really, meal prep is I made a big meal. I can't eat it all in one sitting, so I'm going to separate it out instead of putting it in one container. Both. I put it in or or <laughs> I spend so much money every day buying food. That I'm gonna consolidate, so or look, or or who spend mem who just spend much this actual? 
<laughs> that, that you know what? I'd like to see the stats on that. No, and here's the thing: before we were <sighs> in, in a recession slash inflation, that argument was valid. <laughs> but go to the grocery store. Look at the price of food. It's expensive. It it's is. Expensive. But here's the thing: I, I, I maybe maybe I'm spoiled. Mwen me bagay fresh. Depi episode one. Depi episode one. So you always say I'm the one making like. Did you wanna do it? <laughs> no, pick one of the buttons, Gigi. No. But but laughing. Episode two, new video, okay? Because Madame Le Mouye, Madame Mouye, boy, see ya. Baka pa loko ba sete na Mouye en bad lomie. No, I say, no, I say, I Let's maybe somebody can relate. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, you know, say like, Mister, I'm this and that. I'm too good for male purpose. No, I, I understand the concept. Sakrive, no, I'm not a big fan of yesterday either. Yeah. And let's go back to when I lived at my mom's house. Right. Here's here's how it worked. Mm-hmm. My mom worked on a schedule and she cooked on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Lundi, we skip mercredi. No, I'm not She cooked Monday, Wednesday. Um, she actually cooked Thursday. Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So the only time I don't have, I have to eat yesterday is on Tuesday and on Saturday. Okay. Okay. The only two days I have to eat yesterday. Okay. You might say no. I'm so like I'm going live with me. Maybe... Prep. But my, I had chicken breast and pasta for a whole week. Yo, I swear to God, to this day, I can't really eat and that make it no more. Because if it just, it gives me that, it gave me that thing like, yo, again? Almost like when you, maybe, maybe it's PTSD from when I was younger. Because yeah. when I was in Haiti, like, they used to give me the same lunch every week. Not every day, but the same days, same thing mm-hmm. per day every week. Yeah. So I used to get sick of it. I used to trade meals at school. So I think what happened is my they brain. They get gang men while trading meals. But anyway, it was it was a thing. So when I as an adult, it's hard for me to. I I feel like I I, I could cook every day. I literally can cook every single day. I've done it before. Like I legit will take out <laughs> uh, like on Monday. I'll probably do like pasta mm-hmm. on Monday. Then on Tuesday, I'll take out like chicken and I do like chicken and sauce. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. And do and it. So you just, and then on Wednesday, you do like a, a steak and a potato, you know, or mashed potatoes. So you don't have eat. any issue with cooking every no, day? No, I don't, I don't have an issue with it. No. I, I, I actually how, how like. How much are your portions? I actually, well, it's just, and actually, sometimes I have just enough for tomorrow for lunch. But that's it. For dinner time, I'll cook dinner. What like, are you I'll, eating for breakfast? Yeah. My breakfast is right now on a regimen. Like either a boiled egg. Um, One? So No, no. Two two boiled eggs, uh, a banana, and, um, and a yogurt if I have it, and then water. That's my breakfast, literally. Okay. So you kind of meal prep your breakfast. I know what I'm going to eat, but I don't cook it ahead of time. Like but I literally you, so you're same day morning. making what you want to eat. Right, right. I like. I don't know something about so fresh food. Is like that not meal prepping? It's meal planning. 
Huh? Oh, that's so big. Good shot, good shot, good shot, good shot. Go on, go on, meal plan. Go on, go on, go on, meal plan. But I think also meal prepping, guys, we're missing the point of meal prepping. Okay. There's a financial responsibility that's associated. I think, I think, I think I've done the financial piece. I think I think what I'm what I'm really against meal prepping, what I'm going like what my is the five is, days. Is the already <laughs> cook and reheat. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Because sometimes, especially when I reheat, even chicken or chicken let's just does say not steak, well. it's just for me. But you, you got the air fryer vibe, so yeah. you, you can you know you can. Do I that. think I think what it's important to know, and that's what I've learned, is mm. that you have to do what's best for your lifestyle. Because you calling me broke? No, no, girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what is going on <laughs> this episode. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Defend yourself. I'm just kidding. It's like do what's best for your lifestyle, yeah, sis. Me, 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 me. If you are like a mark that you can cook every day, you like cook every every day. Do that. Mm-hmm. If you are like a Leona that can do all the organization, the prep. Have multiple meals a day ready. Do that. And if you are like me, who is tired of food going bad in the fridge. <laughs> you throw away that same bag of lettuce every week. Yes. <laughs> don't do not do it. Don't do it. Just, uh, I think that's, I think that's the big thing with adulting. I feel like our parents, like your mom, like my mom cooked on that um, very same schedule. But I feel like they learn how to make really big dishes quickly. Mm-hmm. That brings me to the next topic of adulting, which is sacrifices. I'm glad oh. you brought that up. Sacrifices. Mm. Right, right. Do we think that our parents, right, made sacrifices to do what they did? And in our generation, are we not willing to make those sacrifices or are we just finding better options? Ooh, that was a really good question. Better options. Or are we not willing in Jeopardy to do music? I know music. Jeopardy music would be perfect. Right? <laughs> no, it would be adds it in post production. Uh-huh. I think coming to the U.S. is a sacrifice. Okay. Period. Okay. Um, I think on top of having children and then having to like adjust your uh, your parenting style or how you manage your household to balance out the fact that you're essentially now raising American kids or kids in America. I think it also comes with sacrifice because like my mom shouts to my mom, like, you know, and don't cancel me when we did go through the phase of we didn't want to eat D anymore. <laughs> she adjusted like the sacrifices. She did um, switch up her cooking style to try to accommodate her four kids, various tastes. And, I, and I'm not saying it was like this huge deviation because everything my mom cooks is essentially still Haitian but I do recognize it was a sacrifice to say instead of eating what she would want to eat now she's like incorporating potatoes potatoes Potatoes. like uh, like mashed potatoes oh my gosh oh okay so she 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 incrementally like yeah okay culture shock when I first started dating somebody that's not Haitian it was crazy how'd that go crazy the food? Don't get deviated off of the sacrifice, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, the first time I had pork chops and mashed potatoes and broccoli and shit. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. But I didn't know cooking was that that fast. Because it was a 
like she, she bought made, it. She made she instant bought mashed it. potatoes. Yeah, one. Oh. Then two, she bought the meat that day and seasoned it that day and cooked it that day. Understood. Mm-hmm. In the Haitian culture, that never happens. The meat is seasoned overnight or seasoned mm-hmm. for hours mm-hmm. before it's cooked, like seasoned in the morning. Cooking. No, she literally bought it, seasoned it, and cooked it. Mm. And and I tasted. It, and I was like, oh shoot, this, this is not that bad. bad. And she didn't boil the, the 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 pork or nothing. She just cooked the pork chop straight from the pan package on the pan, washed it or whatever. Um, she she washed it at least. Um, but she you know did a little vinegar or whatever it was. And then cooked it. Then in there, there was no bouillie of yun. There was no none of that. Mm. I was so shocked. And that's when I started actually getting into cooking because I was always scared of the Haitian cooking because of the it takes so long of stuff it takes to cook it. I just yeah. thought I could never do it. So that's how I got eased into like actually cooking because mm. I was like, "Yo, that is that easy?" And I was like, I, I kind of like was like, oh, "I kind of like this," mm-hmm. until it was like Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> like, oh. What do you mean Wednesday, Thursday? Like it's not pork chops, now it's shrimp and mashed potatoes, and then, or it's like pasta, spaghetti meatballs. Mm-hmm. You know, you spend a whole week eating, you know, that kind of stuff: pork chops, mm-hmm. steak, shrimp, spaghetti, and you like, yo, good <laughs> Ah, so I see. Fly. Good morning, business. Where, where's the homeland food? <laughs> where's the full meal? Like sometimes I eat, I'm still hungry because. It's just mashed potatoes, meat, and some vegetables. No, but men can eat, though. Yes, like, yes. yeah. Not just men. Yeah. You know, at my house, is, you got the dewey. My mom made the corn. But she made the bunion. I'm boys. sorry, what? There's all boys. She make the meat. This is just like a regular... One plate. What you mean? Wow. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, boys. Gigi. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was. I got lost. That is... That is what? Hmm. <laughs> Back to the sacrifices, okay? Back to the That's sacrifices. Sacrifice. It surely is. Having sons, feeding your sons. Oh, um. wow. Oh, okay. No, that that's that's really good though, Gigi, that your mom deviated. My mother did not. Um <laughs> <laughs> she did not. One thing I will say is um because I have three older brothers, I'm the only girl of my family and I'm the youngest. My mom I would say like treated me a little differently. Like she made sure I had like three meals a day like she made sure i had breakfast i had lunch i had dinner my brothers it was just like eat free like i made food just you know like have at it kind of thing um and i would think i would say that what i watch my mom do is definitely a sacrifice and to be completely honest with you i i don't want to do it i will find a different way because Mm. um the idea of can you work that it <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Gene. I gotta beat that. I gotta beat that. I gotta beat that, Gene. But um, Jean, Jean, Jean. it's crazy. Gene definitely knows this. But um, I guess to speak like uh, politically correct, like I guess like as as a modern woman, because technically a modern woman works Man, and does. Man, what? Modern woman. I didn't even want to. We, we gotta do a drop. We gotta <sighs> do a drop for the modern woman. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even want to like say that, but. Uh, oh my <laughs> I guess it. Yeah. What, what, what do you want me to do? Get canceled? Oh. <laughs> but you don't think I like the modern woman? I love the modern woman. No, let me woman. explain my context, please. Let me. Yes. Let me explain. Let me explain. So, if we're defining the modern woman who works like that, like that is the mm. characteristic of a modern woman, yes. I find it hard to compete with my mom's ability to work full time. Mm take care of my family like in a in a 
I don't want to say like healthy. I'm, I'm speaking from my personal experience. Let me mm -hmm. say that from a more, from a healthier household perspective and dynamic. Mm -hmm. um, and then also think that I can like cook every single day as my mom did and that not put some wear and tear either on me, my relationships, my children. Mm -hmm. Like there are things you, well, you know what I'm saying? What you remove, you replace. Mm -hmm. So if I'm removing time with family or my children, I'm replacing it with something else. And it's just like, what am I like? I have to kind of, you know, per I'm speaking from how I grew up, guys. Yeah, I just want to throw it out there, I you know. know. But I, I guess that's, I think that's an interesting take because you said what you remove is what you replace. Is that what mm -hmm. you just said? So, like, as a, I guess we're getting into gender roles, but <laughs> if it's not the priority of I'm going to be the person that is the main and feeding my family, like, I guess what is the alternative or what is the expectation there of like who's making food here? Yes. From gender roles. Correct. Understood. Mm -hmm. So ideally, ideally mm -hmm. husband, father provider would bring said income mm. to where if I wanted said option to work or not, or part time, not me being an equal contributor that re that is, if I'm not working, we cannot finance our home, if that makes sense. Like, do I have the option of not working to focus on this role, this part of my role as a woman, like the gender role? And I'm treading very lightly because I understand that people can do all things and whatever works, works, you know? Or it can be something that's a trade-off. I cook this day, he cooks that day. Um, but I know that that is more ironed out with communication mm -hmm. and understanding your partner and understanding the goals and the roles you guys both want within that relationship. And I think it's a lot deeper than like kind of what we're just kind of discussing now, obviously, you know, I'm not trying to make light of it, but yeah, like, I just think that from my perspective, I saw it very one-sided, like this woman, my mother held down the entire fort and my father thought that just bringing in the money, the pesos, the cob was all that was necessary to mm -hmm. contribute. What did, what did you mean, Mark, by the sacrifice question? Like, because I I do think I do think there was a generation that believed in making sacrifices, whether it made sense or not, right? Mm -hmm. Which I'm not saying is the right thing to do or not. I just wanted to know where we stand as far as that mm -hmm. in our generation, because I think what I picked up also from when you saw your mom and you know the dynamic of how your household was you took things and say hey i'm gonna do this i'm not gonna do that right right so like we're we're in a generation where i think it's the <laughs> the we have the best i guess outlook and also some of the i guess some of the leisure as a generation to decide what we actually want to do or not yeah because mm -hmm. It, it's I'm not saying there's not a lot of um, gender, I guess you would say, roles that are in, in play. But I think now the roles are mix matching like in so many ways because mm -hmm. we we tend to kind of do the same thing. I think before our generation was kind of more clear cut and what women did and what men did, mm -hmm. because, again, there was a lot of maybe men and women that didn't see what other life 
look mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Like they only knew their surrounding. So not on, not always bringing social media, but we are the era of social media. Mm-hmm. So because of the awareness of you can literally look at your phone and see somebody's relationship, and they decide to do this, and it works somehow. Right, mm-hmm. right. That gives right. you option to say. Okay, I can choose this. I don't have to always mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's given us so much, you know, dynamic when it comes to us as Haitian millennials. Even when we were talking about meal prepping and stuff. And, of course, I joke about the process. But it is showing the different dynamics of what we choose to do as Haitian millennials right. uh, and how we do things. So yeah. when it comes to sacrifice, I just feel like, uh, it's a choice now. It's not something you have yeah. to. Back then, right. I felt like people felt like that's the only thing. Like I have that's to. That's all they saw. Right. Yeah. I have to feed my 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 family every day. Mm-hmm. I have to cook every day. Like my mom probably still get this idea to this day. It's Saturday. She might cook a bouillon because you know she feel like you know I'm home or something like that, and she's gonna cook the bouillon. But I can go to McDonald's if I'm hungry. I can go to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, McDonald's is a very Chipotle. You know, I can you know, I can go <laughs> to a Haitian restaurant if Only? I'm hungry to, this, get, to get that booty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But Chipotle should sponsor us. <laughs> but because she's so used to that, yeah, right. She just cooks because she thinks she has to feed me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, and to us, it's a sacrifice. To her, it's almost like a duty. She felt like she had to do that. I, I think I think part of what marks our generation from older is that um, we don't align task with identity. Like, mm-hmm. I do think your mom, you know, probably feels like she has to, but mm-hmm. it's also part of her role as mom. Like, right. is she really being your mom if she doesn't cook bouillon on Saturday? Yeah, even if I don't eat it. Yeah. It feels like she, yeah. did, she did it and mm-hmm. I have the And she's going to come tell you too. You didn't even ask her. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I made it. And you're like, oh, for real? Okay. Right, 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 right. And then. <laughs> yeah. So I think millennials. Full transparency. This is actually really, really interesting. <laughs> last night. Last night. Um. My mom made labui. She came from work. Aww. She came from a church. I love labui. She came from church. Me too. She made labui, right? And I was just in the room chilling. And she knocked a couple of times and I was like, hey. And I didn't I didn't respond. Cause I kinda, you know, I was in the middle of something. And then she 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 went back and she texted me. She's like, hey, I made Labu and I put it in the microwave for you. Aww. Right? So things like that, right? Mm-hmm. She she came from church. It's a whole church day. And she made Labui like and I didn't ask for Labui. Mm-hmm. But she knows I like Labui Banan. So she made that. So she was like, yo, I'm gonna put food aside for for him right for me per se right let's just say you know i'm i'm very progressive as a man i believe you know i don't have very you know other generations mannerism i guess you would say based on how i was raised but what if i did though what if i said man i would love to have that kind of treatment as a as a significant other or as a Husband, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. What if I decided? Not saying that this will be. I'm saying <laughs> if I decided that I like that treatment and I would like for that to be part of my life in the future. Does that work? Would would that be like something that I'm okay to have that decision in looking for someone that would do that? Or is that not in our generation to kind of like wanting that to be passed on or continue? I I think your preferences are your preferences. I'm going to put an asterisk 
Because some right. people be saying they have preferences, but they, you know, <laughs> they have other stuff going on. But I think the big thing, and I, I think, Leona, you said this earlier, is communication. Like, as you are with your significant other and you're making the steps towards marriage and things of that, communicating that expectation mm -hmm. is super important. Because I do think, like, there are some couples who, there were when they were dating, they were dating, and then they get married, and all of a sudden there's this, like, well, now that you're my wife, here's, here's what I want. And it is very, mm -hmm. like, reminiscent of what their mother provided. You're opening a whole other conversation. Yeah. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry for opening that conversation. The conversation was about sacrifice. Yeah. No, no, no. It, so I meant to say, like, my mom, I don't know if it was a sacrifice. Like, her making library, I don't know if it was a sacrifice. Maybe she yeah, that's true. Too. Maybe she yeah. likes yeah. doing Maybe that. She likes library, too. Yeah, that's what I was saying, the identity like, thing. Right, right, yeah. right. That's, like, what she feels good doing for you as, as your right, son. Right. But, but, yeah, I, but so. Right now, would you, would you, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. Ask your question. What would you see it as a sacrifice, though? Like, if we were looking at it. From for, me for today, yes, absolutely. For that's for a sacrifice. Okay. Me today, yes. That is a sacrifice. sacrifice. I'm going to bed after a full day. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 didn't, you didn't eat at your big age. You didn't and know you I was did. hungry to eat. Okay. I'm, but I wasn't hungry, though. And that's the best part. You know what? You're right. I, I wasn't hungry. I think. But it, I love that the fact that she offered and I had to eat it. That, so, like, but that. Oh, you ate it. You know, you know what the thing is? I didn't eat the whole thing, but because I know she'd be looking at my plate, I put a napkin on the part that I didn't eat. <laughs> when I wanted to throw it away because she knows she'd buy the trash can, I just kind of. <laughs> because she said, like one time, I really ate the full labui, and she was like, I didn't know she was gonna see it. She goes, Oh my, comment she toujours there? Like she be watching, but, but if I don't eat the whole thing, she also kind of so like. She I think that's a that's more of like a you're like you're a nurturer, like that as a is? as a yeah, like I think women, especially in the in the mother, mm -hmm. like when they're in that role, it's like it's naturally nurturing, like. I'm not going to wait until my child is hungry to let to have something to mm -hmm. give them. So it's like, although you might not have told her you weren't hungry, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, like as someone who cares about you, every Haitian does. <laughs> like we talked about it from a woman's perspective and from a mother's perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about from a man? Like what are, what are male sacrifices from older generations that you don't think have carried over? Um, the the attention to 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 details um, and caring for your significant other to the T, right? I think, mm. I think, I think in this current generation, we don't make that sacrifice because again, and this might be because, because there is a fight about gender roles. Sometimes the male doesn't take enough notice of the small things because now it feels like she could do it as well. Right? So I think we're not thinking about those sacrifices. So for example, back in the day, like a, a man in a relationship would make sure that um, his wife's car get an oil change or just like get washed on the weekend or just like maybe even start the car just to hear a sound or something mm -hmm. like that or to just kind of make sure like her car is good and his car is good. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I don't think as much like this would be a sacrifice nowadays. Like it would be a sacrifice for a male for on a Saturday <laughs> instead of going to brunch mm -hmm. to really check out if, if his girlfriend or wife's car is working properly or if her tire threads is kind of looking decent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like different things. Those are sacrifices I think in this current age that back in the day, like it was just maybe because cars wasn't so popular that everybody had them. So maybe it was more like, let me take care of my car. But now it's like, maybe it's easier to go to a mechanic. Like you, you could probably just say, Oh, Shady, I don't have no shop. Yeah. I don't have no dealership. I have to get, you know what I'm saying? Like he don't feel like 
I'm not saying for everybody. Again, I'm just speaking from what I think is a sacrifice based on your question. Certain things that we were doing um, now that everyone can do it. It just feels like now it's not a pressure for even even if I'm not I'm not speaking for for you women that you know you ladies as <laughs> as saying I'm speaking yeah, for you guys you, you women but yeah I gotta make sure I gotta yeah sure, yeah sure. <laughs> reeling in sorry. so like <laughs> I want to make sure that um, you know certain things that again that we now don't see as a sacrifice was probably a sacrifice then mm-hmm. so like uh, another another one is uh, when it comes to I think when it comes to like um, maybe the kids, for example, if you if you have kids and as a father, sometimes you have to do plans for the family or come up with ways to to get everybody active or to mm-hmm. do something. Nowadays, it's more like, OK, what are we doing this weekend? You know, like everybody's in, input into what like what we're doing. I think it's more inclusive nowadays. So like guys don't feel like they have to step up to do certain things, because if I could do it, you can do it mm-hmm. type of mentality. Which is kind of interesting. So, but if somebody does it now, they will see it as a sacrifice. Mm. Like I'm making the sacrifice to if I'm not if I if I work last night on Friday, I'm making the sacrifice Saturday morning to wake up at eight, just like I would go to work and just make sure I do things around the house, you know, things around the car, just to make sure things are good. Um, that's a sacrifice now for for us as males because we could be doing other things. We have games to play. I like I have catch up. We had a long week too. That's you know? that's mm-hmm. really good. I I guess no, those are really good examples. I guess my thought process is like, what is what are those sacrifices now being replaced with? Yeah. Like what like I know you mentioned brunch, it's, right? Because that replaced, it's been replaced with indecisive like, mm. like it's just. Where's the little thing? Put the little. <laughs> gun, put the little. Gunshot, gunshot, gunshot. Okay, gunshot. Yeah, we okay. need the gunshot becoming, for that. It's becoming more like you don't like you don't want to make a decision like to do something that's not, I guess, universally accepted. And I hate I hate to have to go back to social media about this, but it keeps going back there because if I if I see everybody on Saturday having brunch. If I'm not doing that on a Saturday, it, it feels like I'm not living. Yeah, you're missing out. Like I'm mm. missing out. I'm not being like the person, like the male figure that's presented out there right the now. The leader. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. or Possibly. Just, or like just having that lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't allow me to to be, to have like, so FOMO is like a big thing for some people, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes it's a sacrifice for that person not to do brunch and actually you know, kind of stay home mm-hmm. and, and do that stuff. Now it's no longer a sacrifice to go out. It's the opposite. Because ah. back then it used to be like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna leave this behind and sacrifice that and mm. go out. Now it's like, I'm going to sacrifice going out to do this. So it's mm-hmm. like, it's almost like we're in a, not opposite, but our generation prioritized getting work done. We're in a sense of, we can get the work done after we're done. Do you, do you like, think that's part of the whole... Like self care, leisure that we've leaned into as a generation that that because because you just said like mm-hmm. to kind of hear to hear you say if I choose not to go to brunch that is a sacrifice that's kind of wild to me if you know you have mm-hmm. other right. priorities and things of that nature because to me brunch isn't a priority but I can see how brunch is the weekend yeah so now it's like you're right I mean not say you're right you have a point because I don't want to 
<laughs> you have a point. But um, yeah, if you do like believe in self-care, you will feel like this Saturday I should treat myself. But here's what happens. It's no longer treat yourself. You do it every weekend, yo. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, and that's where sometimes we kind of, and I'm not saying we because, you know, I'm, I'm going to put myself on, on this forefront instead of trying to maybe attack someone who possibly is listening. Um, I sometimes will feel like, damn, I deserve a break, right? But you can't deserve a break if you did, if you party last weekend too. You know what I'm saying? You haven't earned yourself. <laughs> you haven't really earned a break. But the the current cycle that we live in, it's like we can say fuck it. Remember, like, you know, before weed, let's just like if we're just a little dive, right? Before weed got legal, right? Or before it started being legal in places, um, the word like fuck it was not really a huge marketed um, feeling to have, right? The fuck it was like you can have a fucking moment here. Oh, sorry. I'm cursing I'm like, like crazy. <laughs> uh, I was, I, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. Effort. <laughs> this is a PG podcast. I can't forget. But uh, the whole effort, the whole effort aspect, it's like now it's marketed to be, to okay to have many effort moments <laughs> because mm-hmm. you have to now prioritize yourself. And in, in, again, not saying there's a marketing scheme around things, but there is a different PR into human and, and just how we live especially in America. Mm-hmm. Just there is a, a, a thing going out there that, again, the, some industries have to profit because guess what? Who's going to buy the, the weed in the industry that is selling it? The person who don't give up, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Who don't care. That's now, yo, I'm, you know, now the whole marketing strategy is like, it's okay to not care. And then you have, of course, people who have high anxiety or just different things. Work mm-hmm. is just, your work week was crazy. Imagine your work week was crazy this week and your work week is crazy again in the third week. So guess what? Every Saturday to Sunday, effort. Yeah. yeah. Effort. Because work is going to stay crazy. So now it doesn't become, you know, a sacrifice to do some of the stuff you're supposed to be probably catching up on a weekend when you're, when you're, when you're, you know, or when your engine or something happens that like you didn't do your oil change because you was going to do it on Saturday, but you said effort. So now when some, a car issue happens, mm-hmm. now you're paying the consequences long For term. Not, yeah. But at the same time, it shouldn't be a, a sacrifice to take care of what you're supposed to be taking care of. It's supposed to be a sacrifice that you're not taking care of what you're taking care of and do like the fun stuff. But now it's a sacrifice to take care of what you need to take care of. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like backwards now. So if I could get a mobile detailer to wash my car, I don't have to actually go out on Saturday morning to go wash my car. I'll pay to get it done. You know, there's a lot of marketing to help us stay in the in the state of who we are and what we do, and not necessarily like if you got the money, especially if you got the funds. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say if that too. You got the too. funds, you can literally not like literally not do what you should be doing and take care of the st- stuff you should be taking care of. You could just leave it up to you know. Mm. Yeah, I'm just I'm just living. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, but anyway, that's just a long answer to say that. Like males, that's what the sacrifice is nowadays. Like, you know, we have to literally do the things that our parents was doing because that's their duty, but we're doing it now as a sacrifice. Mm. Well said, I will say. Very well said because we were paying attention to the ladies. Right. You know, <laughs> good job, Gigi, for bringing that out because we would we would have ended this and there would have been none said about the men. And <laughs> hey, listen, I'm glad, I'm glad. You know, you get... 
You can ask the questions. And no, you know. I, I think it's good because I, I think one of the things is, okay, so I'll say this. One of the things that has been interesting about being an adult and adulting was I think gender roles became so complicated, like, when you become an adult. I felt like when you're, like, a child, a teenager, everybody's just doing their thing, and then you become an adult, and all of a sudden it does become more complex. And to Mark's point, I do think our generation has gotten to see a lot of different lives. Like, you know, growing up in the 90s, we had more TV representation so you got to see how that was demonstrated um you social media showed us how everyone else is living or how they want to think they're living and so now (laughs) i feel like everyone is trying to kind of capture or like maintain a certain uh, appearance like especially the whole brunch every weekend not me i I eat the same thing five days (laughs) a week no no i went i'm meal prepping baby to be honest like post-grad i went through i went through a phase where i was brunching every weekend Mm -hmm. and i would justify it by saying i go to a different restaurant every weekend god knows where i'd be right now if i had saved that money that i was using to brunch every weekend but i thought it was like i thought it was like I was I, I was like, I deserve to have fun. I worked all week. I love to brunch. There's new places to try. I think and then the being orange juice and champagne. It is. I it is. But like, I feel like I the so j- I'm, I'm not trying to like hone in on gender roles. I'm really not. But I think that there's like a adulting mm-hmm. is your like independence. Right. So. Okay, so obviously, like, as a woman, too, Mark's point, right? Like, I, if, you know, if I'm single, I have to take my car to go get it service. Like, Mm -hmm. that is my responsibility. That is my role, even as a woman, in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like the transfer of responsibility in, like, marriage or relationship and how people choose to, like, you know, um package their relationships it's like I think there's like a little bit of a struggle or resistance as far as like receiving receiving the help and then also like letting go of a responsibility that's been mine for so long that's a topic yeah (laughs) because I think that that's something that we also like it is also a factor in this conversation because um let's say that you are exposed to the like for example like let's say that um a stronger and i don't want to use the word strong independent woman but let's say a woman who is who is on top of her responsibilities meets someone who wants to help in her responsibilities there is a point of like trusting this person releasing the control like um being patient through the process and i think that those things are also a part of like adulting relationship understanding how to you know coexist with people and you know so many things and i think that that part is super important just like understanding that you do these things based off of responsibility for yourself and understanding that there's a piece where you do have to kind of switch flip that switch when once there is another person involved what if there's also that scenario too where when they never flip that switch and then somebody else comes in and they kind of like maybe get taken advantage of somebody who in their eyes over sacrifice and they don't see it as an issue so, for example, if I come into and I meet an independent woman and I feel like, oh, she's doing all bad by herself, 
So I'm just going to coexist by being, continue to be me and allowing her to be the independent woman. And you know what people call that? Not me though. Not me. I'm not saying not me. They call them beta males. I'm not saying it's me. <laughs> I am not saying it is me. I am. And again, we are about to attract a certain listener. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to, I want to clearly state, I am not using said terminology. This is the terminology I have heard because, uh, there is a little bit of work required in getting that wall down that has been built. Mm -hmm. And if you want to camp out next to the wall, sacrifice. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Not camp out. The sacrifice is 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 chipping away, you know, and hey, camping out is cool too. But do I do do if you want to camp out sure. And again, again, this is not my perspective. This is just like what I've heard in conversations and things like that. Um, I don't know how long you're going to be camping there. You know? I, that, all yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. Sharp Magic poked. trick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so to one more topic before we, before we get on out of here. Um, when it comes to adulthood, I think a lot of us are striving for financial stability in a way i think all of us as adults that's probably one of the that's not one of your goals that's fine but i'm just saying most of <laughs> in the adult process we want to be financially stable just be in a good financial space um my question is as haitian millennials um were we ever taught in the household about multiple streams of income without it being attached to multiple jobs Another Jeopardy music. We really need that Jeopardy music. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. It was it was definitely associated with multiple jobs, but um, so my father is a business owner, mm -hmm. and so he started off doing construction, and then just became a business owner. Like I don't know, I don't really remember the transition. Um, but now in my adulting, I do wish I got a little bit more insight on that on the process of the business, how he started it, how it's currently running, um, you know, things of that nature. I think that exposure would have done me wonders whether, whether it was like, you know, good or bad, you know, I don't want to say it was bad, but like, you know, whatever I learned, I just wish I would have been exposed to it. That would have been helpful because I think like the grind mentality of like, all right, um, multiple streams of income is only achievable through multiple positions um, is a myth. Like it's not like it's been debunked on so many levels um, of like the passive income train that, you know, a lot of people are trying to uh, figure out. So I would say no, I haven't been taught much about multiple streams of income unless it was associated with having another employer. Um, and yeah, like like as, an, as a child, like as a teenager self, I, well, until I was in high school, I got an allowance. So my dad gave wow. me, yeah, don't even, I don't even want to do the math, but so my dad, before I worked. I said they gave me business. Because exactly. So, so I feel like this. So <laughs> I, 
Oh my god! But um, I, I don't get wet, so I think waterproof. Uh, I can I can make a joke about that, but this is PG. <laughs> but no, seriously though, guys. Um, what I was gonna say was this is rated R. This was rated R. Um, what I was gonna say was I could have learned. <laughs> I could have learned a lot from him being a business owner and him giving me an an allowance before I got. A job. Mm. So every single Sunday, I got $30 mm. every week. Okay? Do the math. Mm. Whatever that is, times four. What is that, 120? <laughs> Don't quote me. I might be wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so yes. So if some, like someone in middle school making, like, or having, right, like 100, essentially 120, $100, whatever, a month, with coupled with a father who's a business owner, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity there to, you know, give me that knowledge, that wisdom to teach me. And, yeah, definitely a lot of teachable moments. And also my brother is also a business owner. He created his own lawn service, mm. um, which is again, another area where like I could have benefited from. Um, so that, and my mom also does Masha, like she goes to Miami comes back <laughs> another you know so i but even in my adulthood now i'm very much so i i have no oh my god this sounds bad but being an entrepreneur is not my like yeah, yeah like right. it's, it's you have no hopes of doing that yeah I it's like to do that but i do have aspirations of the multiple streams of passive income whatever that looks like but that idea of creating something new like creating something that's fully my own. I, I don't have that same drive as my family. Like my father created his own store. My mom has her you own. Wrote a book. You know. Yes, I did. I also wrote a book and published it. Absolutely Sold I did. It. Yes, that's, I that's did. Another, that's <laughs> it is. Um <clears throat> but but all in all, yeah, I I think that would definitely be um so I guess that our family has like that little bug. But I but I, I there were some moments there I really feel like I could have I could have been I could have been like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just joking. <laughs> what about yeah, you guys? I, I definitely wasn't taught that. I had three jobs at one point. <laughs> no, I, I, I thought when you said so, when you said multiple streams of income or mm. passive income, or is it multiple? I mean, I've multiple had multiple jobs. So, so here's the thing: we're, we're now learning about passive. Yeah, so I think we had to learn it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I was asking yeah. as, 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 as like growing up, did you did you hear that in order for you to actually adapt that mentality um, for yourself? Or did it always felt like you had to get another job to get more money, not necessarily find a way to work smarter and not harder? No, it's it's always been find another job. Yeah, for and, sure. And um, for me, I thought success would be finding one job that ends up providing all your income needs. Right. And mm -hmm. so... Which that still exists. Which still exists. Mm -hmm. But even then, you, when you meet other people who have those like high paying jobs there's they they yeah they take their money and, and create other streams of income so that has been something recently i've had to learn to wrap my mind around and um like someone the other day was like you know like a, a side job what was it what he said mm. I, I was talking about doing another like job to get more money but then they were like saying that that's not like really efficient because you're you're now like sacrificing your time in order to get more money so it's really like it kind of balances right. itself out yeah and it's I kind was, of a race yeah right, right, right. yeah and so i was like oh like so like being able to invest 
learning more about the stock market would be really cool. Cryptocurrency, that whole thing went by, and I just didn't even try. I I think that's a level of adulthood in a way, like where you start in in this era. I think some people really judge you based on the level Mm. of income you're able to to basically how you leverage your income. Somebody could say, hey, you make one hundred thousand dollars a year. What do you do to invest it or how do you do to make more when in the previous generation it was like I make one hundred thousand dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to live off $100,000 a year. I'm not looking to, you know, like, for example, if our parents, if my parents were making $100,000 a year, I don't think the conversation would be, how do we make Mm $200,000? I think they would be like, I make $100,000 a year. And that's what I would, you know, feed my children with, you know, until I get to retirement. Now, in our generation, I feel like adulthood is also measured on what, how much money you make and what do you do with your money. Do you think that also goes into like your level of satisfaction with what you have and what you right. think you need? I think this generation is giving us no room to be satisfied. Okay. To be honest. That's fair. Absolutely. I don't think, I, don't think, I, don't, I think being stagnant in something that you're happy with is looked down upon nowadays. It depends on how you package it. Like the meal prepping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> Listen, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Y'all heard what I said. <laughs> now, for real though, everybody wants you to do more. Everybody wants you to yeah. do more. Like, if, especially as an entrepreneur, like I feel like if I made sixty thousand dollars this year, I need to make a hundred thousand dollars next year. If I made hundred thousand dollars next year, I want to make two hundred thousand mm-hmm. the following year. And I think that's the also mentality that as entrepreneurs they put up on us. And my parents didn't even tell me what like life could be as an entrepreneur. I have a question mark. Right. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you grew up in Haiti, you mm-hmm. spent some time recently. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we're talking about, some would say is like a byproduct of capitalism, mm-hmm. which is like a big part of Western culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Haiti doesn't have necessarily that type of economy. Mm-hmm. So do you think it's maybe not in our current culture to kind of thrive or like want that type of um leveling up in terms of income not saying they want to stay but like once you have what you need in order to have the lifestyle that you want you kind of stay there yeah um that's a good point i think i think around yeah when i was growing up like it was that so excuse me before i came to the u.s my uncle had just bought a property and built his house and I don't think he had any other plans to do anything else now. Mm-hmm. He just built his dream house, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, and on his on his land. And I think his plan was to work and keep up with whatever's going on, whether he wants to add to it or do whatever, but keep up with the lifestyle. I mm-hmm. think everybody gets to a point where it's like, okay, I'm working here. I'm living here. I'm going to keep up with this lifestyle. Um, and even recently when I went, um, you know, you have my godmother who works at a current job and I don't think I ever heard her speak about, okay, I'm trying to get a raise or get a different position. It's more like this is this is my current lifestyle with this job, mm-hmm. and I like it. I get to go out. I get to do this. I get to do that. And as long as they're happy, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily put a, a fire behind them to get more. It's like, okay. And I think it also depends on your environment because mm-hmm. In Haiti, sometimes when you're doing better than the next person, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. just need to be doing better than this right. person right here. Um, and I think capitalism, as you say, is having an impact in how I'm looking at life or how I'm looking at my future or how I'm looking at my finances. So, so yeah. It, it, also, I met 
an entrepreneur mm. down in Haiti. Um, and she's only 21, which is interesting. Oh, why she do? Um, yeah. And I did mention that I probably would try to do some stuff with her business because she has beer products. Like my beer was the attraction. <laughs> like to yeah, I might become an influencer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you if you're hearing it out there. Sorry. Sorry. Was was it? No, it was uh, sorry. no, you had your moment. Put the applause on or something. <laughs> <laughs> but not too Maybe much. This. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Short applause. Um but yeah, so there's a lot there's a lot to digest in. The reason why I asked that question is because I just feel like we're we're like Go, like heading into this this territory as a generation that we're not getting credit for, um, and I'm not asking somebody to give us credit for it, but we're in an era where everything is 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 accessible. Mm. You have access to information, like you know, with my recent recent trip in Haiti, like my cousin was. I felt like this man was living better than me, to be honest with you, like because he got Dior sneakers I I couldn't even get, but because of course. Second hand, somebody shipped it down to Haiti and he got lucky and got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But certain things like that, you know, you're looking at it like, yo, really? Like, right. DS sneakers is probably like $1,200. He probably right. paid maybe even $20 for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just wow. because nobody knows the value of it like that. It's just another pair of Nikes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just different different aspect of our lifestyle that we're unlocking um, for our generation. It deserves to be spoken upon. Like, and I want to shout out the Haitian millennial money podcast yeah. uh, which some people might think is our sister <laughs> or brother <laughs> podcast um they're not but they're highlighting like the how money like as Haitian millennials how we see money and how our money is is being used as far as like buying properties or doing I've been investment properties or doing so much mm-hmm. other things with our money that back then in our or previous generation would just see that as one off like you might meet out of like 10 people you might meet like maybe one person who is in real estate or yeah. but nowadays yo to the left or right somebody got an investment property somebody's in real estate somebody's doing this and i think we're we're finding different ways to make <laughs> more money but the hard part is how to be responsible with our money that's another conversation but as a generation we're making more money but we're also spending a lot more of right <laughs> to to Gigi's point of like um like your everyone's development like personally as well like your development and financial literacy like the umbrella of understanding your money a budget investing just kind of like you know figuring out the longevity and the in the um excuse me legacy of your income whatever that might look like i recommend the book um i know a lot of people talk about rich dad poor dad i think it's the same author by robert kiyosaki um but i actually read um the cash flow quadrant by the same person robert kiyosaki and that brought a lot of insight to me, the cash flow quadrant, because it talked about the four categories that people fall into, whether you're you fall into the E quadrant, which is you're an employee, mm-hmm. you're the S or you prefer to be self-employed, um, you're a B, big business owner, or you're an I, an investor. And it kind of talks about the qualities of each person mm-hmm. and kind of the, I guess, comfort zones that kind of categorize each person and it helped me really understand that i am an employee i want someone to tell me what to do and i do it i don't want to be in charge of you know these things and it kind of does a really good job of explaining like for example mark being an entrepreneur like it gives you a little bit of insight to that world and like what is required of this person and qualities associated with these type of people um so i think that it's really really good insight it's a great way it provides some steps on like um 
similar to like Dave Ramsey, if there's anybody who like follows Dave Ramsey, kind of gives you like a little bit of like the baby steps, giving you a little sprinkle of like understanding just how to start because you don't, if you don't know where you are, you won't know where to go. So understanding that part of your finances, um, like that's why I definitely recommend that book. It's a really good one. It was definitely something that gave me a little bit insight to understand like, you know, when everybody's, um, what are those things? Those stimulus dropped. Everybody was like, start a business, start a business. Like, no, <laughs> I don't want to start a business with $1,200. And it costs more than that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why some businesses don't last more than five years mm. or three. See? Yeah. So definitely a good book. I recommend, you know, if anybody wants looking for something to read, you know, I always got book suggestions. You know, come my way. I'm a reader. Uh. <laughs> no, nah, but that's good because I think we're also a generation that looked down upon the nine to fiver absolutely and actually loves it you know we looked down upon it because so much options and that's where again we're getting so much credit for having this much information given to us um but sometimes it's about how do we utilize it because mm -hmm. i think our previous like the previous generation for example and i'm not and i always gonna go back to them and i know we have some listeners who are from the previous generation so um what happens is they feel they feel like if they had what we had they're always gonna say that <laughs> If I had the information that you have today, I would be in a different place than you are. Mm. I know that's that's kind of like but talking. Hindsight's always twenty. Right, right, right. You can never say what you would do if you were in the situation unless you were in that situation. Because mm. there will be again that generation like us. Because there will there will be so much that they won't even know what to do with it. So it's just it's just a matter of also putting things into context and kind of like looking at. Everything based on what you like. Like you said, you realize that you're, you're a worker. You're mm -hmm. going to go to work because you you know, you know like that concept. Mm -hmm. But you have to also know that about yourself. You have to be yeah. self-aware. Mm -hmm. And I think right now, we're at the most area where everybody feel like I have to fit in. Nobody wants to stand alone, like make that statement that you just said about, mm -hmm. hey, this is, this is where I fit in. If it's not very popular or widely, I guess, received, somebody may feel not so comfortable stating that mm -hmm. like this is what they like yeah and yeah and i think it's okay to um i think what what's really cool about our generation is that we are and have been willing to explore different ways to like generate have, income God. and express ourselves <laughs> not easy <laughs> all these things and so i also like for the listener listener out there who's like okay i do want to start a business but you know, I'm afraid, you know, don't, we don't act from a spirit of fear. So like, if that is something that you feel like strongly convicted, there are so many resources and information out there, um, in order to get yourself going, I, I think, educate yourself, inform yourself and then try it. And then hopefully, you know, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? And don't be an ask hole. Ask Whole, okay, I was like say, this is a full rating. No, 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 because <laughs> I our rating. Look, <laughs> no, no, no. I want to say that again, like A S K H O L E. Okay, not the other one, because like Mark is mentioning, we are literally information overload. The only way that that information or knowledge that you receive makes any sense is when you actually apply it. So don't ask and just you know gorge yourself on information put it into practice at some point, you know, like take that leap, whatever that looks like for you. Yo, I have to do some gunshots. We just had a very grownish conversation. This was, this was mad adult, adult, right. adult like conversation. 
Why are we always trying to get to a serious conversation when the pod's about to be done? Oh, we're man. We're doing that. Because oh. <laughs> we always have to reminisce. Yeah. Listen, listen. I have some more stuff. All right. We can keep going. I do I too, because I um, want to learn about bar etiquette, but that's okay. Bar etiquette. What does that mean? Bar etiquette. What are we doing at the bars? Like, and I feel like it depends on where I'm at. If I'm in a Haitian club, I feel like it's different. Oh, if I'm like, okay, see, you see how you're stressed already? Ooh. <laughs> I have the perfect song for this. <laughs> Good. <laughs> He's like, I love perfect. No, but yeah, like truly, like my, a friend of, and I went out. You know, I'm saying we just don't. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't drink. You know. <laughs> oh goodness. Classic. Classic. Come on, now we didn't do the story. No, we are okay. So we went out. Somebody tried to holler at somebody and we was like, nah, we good. Homeboy spin the block, came back, and then he's like, Oh, you you trying to get a drink? And homegirl's like, Yeah, you gonna buy one for me? And then it went real left. Okay. Homeboy didn't end up buying a drink. Drink ended up being like fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying? So we were just trying to figure out what are we supposed to be doing at the bar? Like, do I just buy my own drink and wait for someone to come and buy us a second? <laughs> like, what is the operating around that but that is for another time of adulting just oh, to man. We're leave it at that leave it at that buy you a drink maybe who's buying let, let the listeners inform yeah inform maybe yeah. it'll pop back up in our next question and answer yeah, yeah maybe 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 somebody will ask that question <laughs> but that's interesting though i think that especially coming from a haitian um haitian household nobody taught us how to be at the bar do you ever see your mom at the bar Oh, Omar. <laughs> and, and, and thank you, y'all. Have you ever seen? Thank you so much. Has my mom ever talked about being at a bar? Imagine, imagine, imagine. Hypothetically speaking, you go to a restaurant with your parents and you say, let's sit at the bar. That's How receptive? That should be a prank. How receptive? I don't think so. Not much. TikTokers, Not much. make it happen. <laughs> Somebody. So you think, so, so I would do, what is the first reaction? Your parents, your mom going to My mom's going to be like, that chair's too high. <laughs> if there are seats at the bar. <laughs> nah, yes. man. I think I think I think my dad would be cool going to the at bar. the bar. Yeah, man. I think my dad. <laughs> so no, my so when I graduated with my bachelor's degree, yeah, uh-oh. my mom, I got one drink in front of my mom. She put her finger in it, said this clearing in here, and she said, "If you drink this, I won't eat anything." She put her finger in it. Yeah, she put her finger in my drink to taste it, and she said she will not eat if I drink that drink. And you know what I did? I did not drink it. Hey, sometimes you tell us your story. When you first had a drink with your parents. Oh, your parents. Your I'm parents. interested no? to hear. No? Okay, Vinny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this was episode 28, guys. Um, we really appreciate your listenership. Um, we are almost done with our series of adulting for season two. Um, we only have two more episodes left. The next one, the next one. I know I'm playing Pamaya Femna by Sweet Mickey right now uh, because I want to give a shout out to Black Alex. Not because of Sweet Mickey. I'm going to say Sweet Mickey Pepe. I'm not Sweet Mickey. It's just Black Alex, Black Alex, Black Alex. But anyway, um, we are, the next conversation is going to be about, anybody want to say? No? Anybody want to say? Religion. All right. We're going to straight right in, right into how we got introduced to religion <laughs> and her experience in the adulthood aspect of religion oh. while I'm playing Pamaya Femna Goza. So Mark holds us together, Mark guys. <laughs> He's like the glue. They're not connecting, but we're here. 
Listen, 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 listen. That's too bad in the background. We're going to let you out. Um, this was episode 28. Look out for episode 29. It's going to be something heavy. So if you're not into listening to <laughs> anything about, I guess, religious belief, you may skip 29. Who knows? But at the same time, it could be really helpful to see how we've done it as Haitian millennials through our journey in America. And if you are a listener in Haiti who experienced religion differently than we have after episode 29, we're going to release a campaign for Q&A. So remember, episode 30 is going to be about Q&A. So use that episode to ask any questions based on anything that we said and or we haven't said. And if you want us to get... That is what happens. And you can be anonymous. Right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this was episode 28. I'm Mark the Dreamer. I'm Gigi the Realist. And it's your girl, Leona. Every... What a rest of the Avant episode 29... Songe, pas moi il faut nous entendre. La vie alone, il est non, il est non. Pas galé. Yo, RP Black Alex, Black Alex, yo. Hey. What is he saying? Service your D. Alright, yeah, we are. Black Alexa soul 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 Montre yon de kayo madame Mi kin se le fangel Bouteille kafia Non même ta boue En pile tafia Madame non son teglis Non kreno kalaj Jeune me krape Nizim bechel Pas besoin de konsa Kapwek le wè Wadim se Black Alexa Dam nadim krape la Nizim mocha Pwa chante Ki sa mzi el Lava lava om Jezel Lava lava om Lava lava om Jezel Lava lava om Chak madame leve Kem toujou alè l'anglès Hey, I'm with your love, it's clear for you, but don't want Put to the gap, so free me, 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 put to the gap, Vous l'essayez expliquer Quel baguette noir Vous caressez comme ça Maman et femme And it's your girl Leona, and you are listening to the Haitian Millennial Podcast.